Well, once again, Merry Christmas to you guys, whether you're here in person or uh, if you're visiting with us online. I feel like I didn't shout out you guys last time, so sorry about that. If you're streaming, we're really glad that you're streaming with us this evening as well. First time Hope Child has ever had a, a Christmas Eve service stream. That's pretty cool, huh? You know. You have to look at the bright side of things, you know, <laughs> occasionally. Tonight, as I mentioned earlier, the wait's over. Tonight we celebrate Christmas. The end of Advent, tonight we celebrate because the Messiah has come. Now, I was thinking this week a lot about what it means that Jesus came, that Jesus Christ was born. And I think the thing that I thought about most is that there's a difference between hearing about something or being told something or even witnessing something and experiencing something, right? And this is true for me about, I think, uh, every stage or area of my life. I'm the youngest of four, so a lot of my life was spent watching my older siblings go through things, right? So I watched my brothers do dumb stuff like jump off the swing set from the top and hurt themselves. And like logically, I watched them do that, right? And I saw them and I knew the same would happen to me. And yet, until I did it and experienced it myself, I didn't know the pain of what those bruises and broken bones were like, right? Or I was told growing up that making my my faith my own was difficult after growing up in a Christian home. And when when I went off to college, I I realized that either I believed this stuff, right, that I was taught, or actually live it. And actually experiencing having to make my faith my own was more difficult than I realized. Or I was told that grad school and seminary would push me in ways that I didn't know and that it would be really difficult or like drinking through a water hose, right? But it wasn't until I moved out there and was studying every hour of the day that I realized just how difficult it was going to be. And, you know, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that not just me, but parents like to talk about, it's how hard parenting is, right? I heard my whole life that parenting was the hardest thing a person could do. I was told that toddlers didn't like to hear no, that they were very physically demanding, and as they got older, they became more emotionally demanding. I was told they were impatient. I was told that parents of babies are just really sleepy humans that don't really uh, have much time for anything. And I was told that I, I didn't realize how selfish I was until I became a parent. And, and, you know, I was told all those things, but until I became one, until I experienced that, did I realize some of those things in my own heart. We can be told things as humans over and over again, and, and sometimes it clicks, right? Sometimes we can see something or be told something and we understand it, and it changes the way we view things and live life. But most often, we have to experience things to understand them. We have to experience them for them to change us. This is what happened 2,000 years ago. This is what happened when a group of shepherds, some of the most ordinary blue-collar workers in all of ancient Israel, were visited by angels and told that the Messiah had come. And the passage that Todd read us last Sunday in Luke 2 said that the angels told them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ, who is the Messiah. And we're going to jump off of that passage today as we keep going. But what we're going to see is that these shepherds didn't just hear that from the angels and and accept it. No, they went and they saw the baby. They had to go experience this themselves. The long-awaited Savior had come and they had to experience it. And when they did, they were changed. 
So on this Christmas Eve, as we celebrate the same birth of this child, this Messiah, the Savior, I want us to think about the same. Many of you that are here tonight grew up in the church. Many that are listening online did. But many of you are here tonight and maybe listening online that didn't grow up in the church. But the idea that Jesus Christ came to earth is a pretty well-known one, right? You've heard about it. You've talked about it. You were told as a kid. You see it in TV. You see it in movies. You may even, if you are a believer, have believed this your whole life. But it's not until we experience Jesus Christ in his fullness that we're changed. It's only when we have a true encounter with him do all the things that we heard about him or that we have seen, it's only then does it begin to make sense. It's only until we experience his love that we understand uh, what true love is, right? Like as the Disney movies like to talk about. Or it's only until we experience his grace that we learn what true freedom from sin is. It's only in experiencing salvation that we understand how bad we really need it. So, so it's in this experiencing of Christ that we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, on Sunday, uh, Todd preached, like I said, on Luke 2, 8 through 14. I'm going to pick us up in 15. Um, So if you want to look at your phone or Bibles, you can. I'm just going to read it really quick to us. It says this. When the angels went away from them into heaven, this is right after they said, told the shepherds what I read a second ago. The shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger and when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angels before he was conceived in the womb. Pray with me. Father, thank you for your son. Thank you that he has come, that he is the light of the world, and thank you that you have sent him so that we can be saved and we can experience love and grace, but more than anything, that we can experience relationship with him. So as we briefly think through this, God, be with us and send your spirit down to open our hearts up to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So the first thing that really jumps out to me about these verses is that as the faith of the shepherds. When their angel came, they were understandably very afraid. But when they, told, when they were told that the Messiah had come, their first instinct was to go. It was to go to Bethlehem, to see the baby. To see this thing that the Lord had made known to them. And it said uh, that they went with haste, right? There's no dilly-dallying, right? They hopped to it, like, immediately. And seeing Jesus lying in a manger, when they experienced, or sorry, when they experienced him, even as a baby, they were changed. And, and think about this. This is, this is such an odd thing. They'd probably seen a hundred babies in their life. Most of them probably had them themselves. They had daughters and sons. They knew what babies were like. But there was something different about this one. Because when they saw him, they were changed. You see, they were a part of a long line of Hebrew people who had waited for the Savior to come. Over the centuries, there had been plenty of people who had claimed to be the Messiah. And they had all been proven false. But it wasn't until these shepherds saw this baby that they knew. It was almost too unbelievable to be true, but it was. And we know they were changed because in verse 17, it tells us that they made known who he was. So they went and told people. 
And it says that people were shocked and confused and full of wonder. Could it be true what they were saying, that the Messiah had come? And what's funny is that they probably wouldn't really understand it until they experienced Jesus too. And that time was coming. This evening, we have that chance. We have the chance to experience Jesus Christ. And this is such a gift to us. This is the gift of Christmas because without him coming, without God coming and taking the form of a human, a baby, and growing up to become a man, we would have no hope because our sins are too heavy to carry. The darkness is too pervasive to overcome in this broken world. Our rebellious hearts are too rebellious to be set right again. But Jesus Christ came to take that burden away. Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the darkness can't overcome him. Our rebellion against God is not too big of an indictment that Christ sacrificed wasn't enough to overcome it. And these are things that you've probably heard before tonight. But my question is, will you actually experience it tonight? You may have heard about the grace of Jesus, but have you felt the freedom that comes from that grace. You may have heard about the love of Jesus Christ, but if you've experienced that love in the deepest part of your being that says that I'm not worthy of it. We live in a a Western society, which means that we lead with rational thinking and logic. And I I love rational thinking and logic. uh, and, And Christianity in a lot of ways is a rational and logical religion. We're at the core of people of the book, right? Books are, are logical things, and we read it and study it and break it down. I love theology and doctrine. I, I, it's one of my hobbies. It's why I do this job. I love studying it uh, and making it known. But at the core, Christianity is an experiential religion. We believe that it's true for a million different reasons, but the most important is that it changes us. It changes our hearts. A true encounter and experience with Jesus makes us fundamentally different. Many of you are here tonight or or online and you struggle with shame, which means you feel unloved or unlovable. You struggle with anxiety, which means that um, you constantly feel like something's out to get you or you're not right or something's wrong. Some of you struggle with depression, addiction, And I don't want to say that experiencing Jesus is just going to make all that stuff go away. But what I truly believe is that it is that our Lord and Savior is a healer. He is a Savior. He cares about our anxiety, our depression, our brokenness, our sin. And he wants to enter into those places with us and heal us. And that only that healing comes from an experience with him. It's not, it doesn't come from thinking about him, knowing a lot about him. It comes from experiencing his grace and his love. It's like seeing color for the first time or coming up for a breath after being underwater for a long time or waking up that first day after being sick for a week and finally feeling right again. An encounter with Jesus changes us and we will experience freedom and grace and love in ways that we never have unless we do. So here's my hope. If you're with us tonight or watching online and have never experienced Jesus Christ, my encouragement for you is this. Give it a shot. Ask him to get to know you and for you to get to know him. See what happens. Open yourself up to a true experience with him, the savior of the world, and see if you come away changed.
And if you're a Christian here tonight and you've been a Christian for a long time, let me remind you something. We never quit experiencing Jesus. That's not one time thing. This is an everyday thing. We are united to Jesus Christ through the power of the spirit. This means we get to experience his love every day, his grace every day. Don't get numb to these things. We still are experiencing Jesus Christ and his love for us every single day. And if we're not, we need to recalibrate and recenter our hearts on him. Don't take that for granted this Christmas season. Transport with me um, this time last year at Christmas. One of my buddies texted me today, and, and said, this, this might be too deep of a cut, but um, the, the biggest controversy at that time was that Peloton commercial where that girl, that woman looked really sad. You think back to that. Uh, if I would have transported back there and said, this is what 2020 is going to be like, maybe you would have believed me, right? Maybe you wouldn't have. But even if you would have believed me that things like uh, coronavirus, infection rates, death rates, vaccines, were all going to become common parlance and things that we talked about. Quarantine and stay at home and shelter in place. Even if I had told you all that stuff, you would have had to experience it to understand it. And to believe it. But here's what I know to be true. I wouldn't have made it through this year without Jesus. Without the gospel being true in my sin, in my own anxiety, in my own sadness, in my own brokenness, I would not have made it this year without him. And none of us would have, whether we realize it or not. But what is true is that he is good. He is who he says he is. He did come. He did live among us. He did live a perfect life. He did die and rise again so that the brokenness, sin, and darkness of this world could go away. So come and see for yourself, whether it's for the first time or the millionth, and experience Jesus Christ tonight. Amen.